Hello everybody, welcome to Nuxtalk. This is Thomas and Kyle coming back to you. You know, we're going to break down the painful three-game series that uh, just wrapped up this week against the Leafs. It was not a good week for Canuck fans. Uh, you know, what's your initial feeling right now, Kyle? <laughs> um, well, first of all, losing a three-game series and getting swept like that is bad on its own. And it just makes it a hundred times worse when it's against the freaking sorry-ass Leafs. I hate the Leafs. The commentators are just always sucking them off. Uh, you know, yeah, they beat us. Quite frankly, they're a better team. And that's why I hate them. They're a better team than us. Uh, in game one, let's recap what happened. I mean, Demko led in two to three soft goals. And he even made some nice saves, quite frankly. Um, they just kind of dominated us. Uh, Jalen Chatfield looked lost out there. Game two, I don't even know what to say. They were faster, they were straight up better, and guess who was there? Jalen Chatfield, the pylon. Yeah, I mean... Game yeah, three was, was better. Game three was better. We played a great 40. Yolevi was our best defender. Yeah. We can talk about so many things, Tom. We can. So, yeah, going back to game one, I mean, we lose 7-3. Demko does let in a few soft goals, uh, you know... There's no arguing with that. But it was weird. He didn't play terribly because he made some great saves. It just looked like Toronto was the better team. And quite frankly, right now, they are the better team. They just walked right, o walked right over us. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, right now, with the way the breaks are going and the bounces and the voodoo straight up, we are our goalies can't let up soft goals. No. And... When there's two to three of them and you're playing the Leafs, you're not going to win. Uh, yeah, the Spezza goal I didn't love. I mean, Edler just, I don't know what Edler's doing. He gets beat. There wasn't even a move on the on the play. He just gets beat. Yeah, Demko goes down really early. And he just goes straight down. But at that point, it's already a 6-3 game. Like yeah. It is a soft goal, but it doesn't matter. But here's the issue. Yeah, I mean, the turnovers weren't horrible in this the odd man rushes we were scared of, that didn't really happen. I thought we kept things in front of us mostly. Sometimes we backed up too much, in yeah. fact, and gave them too much time. I think that the odd man rushes that they did get, they capitalized on. They were, they were very efficient on those. Yeah, they had a couple tap-ins. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they had, an, they had a fantastic play, I think that was in game one. where Three on two. Yeah, it was tic-tac-toe and yeah. then Spezza gets a second. I mean, that was honestly pretty pretty hockey. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to touch on Game 3 because I thought that was potentially the Canucks' best 40 minutes they played all year. I mean, we outshot the Leafs 30-10, to 10, uh, completely driving play, limiting shots. I mean, the entire play was in the Maple Leaf end. We finally get one on the board. I'm happy for PD. He has a bit of a point streak now. Um, he's playing much better. Um, we can talk about Miller later. I would like to talk about Green later, but... Yeah, we came out super flat to start period three, and we got completely beat that period, and it's just such a uh, black stain on what a fantastic performance it really was, because for, for 40 minutes, we looked like a fantastic team, and then for 20, we looked like how we were looking for most of the series, and we got beat 3-1. Yeah, it was, and it, was a bad, it was a bad second goal, too, against Holpe along the ice. It was a 40, it was a good 40-minute game. Great 40 minutes. Yeah. We held them to shots, like you said, 30 to 10. 
And we were skating all over them. We were playing with a lot of speed last night. We were moving our feet from the back end to the front end. Everyone was moving. Yeah. And we, exactly, we limited pretty much all of their chances to nothing. Hope he didn't have to do much after two periods. And then you get to the third where he had a terrible goal along the ice. It Right along the ice, right through his legs. And I, I don't know what to say about that. You've had you've only had ten shots in the first first two periods. You haven't been busy. Right, and that's bad. And as but that at that point it's only two one and then Hughes turns it over and then the puck's in your net eleven seconds later and the game's effectively over. Yeah. And there's so many things that we can touch on this series because I felt like every game kinda of had its own little story. And you know, as if you know, if you're in the Canucks community, if you're a Canucks fan, you probably know that everyone's upset with Benning or, or Green or letting these players walk and signing these players, yada yada. Louis Erickson was on the second line in Game Two, and Hoglander was on the third line. That's not Benning's fault. That's not turnovers. That is on Green, and it's inexcusable. What is happening? He has no clue what he's doing. He is just blending for the sake of blending at this point. Louis Erickson should not have even been in the lineup. Like, forget the second line. Louis Erickson should not even be in the lineup. I don't care, quite frankly, how in a, like how bad Gaudette or Vertanen play. They, those guys should always be in the lineup over Louis Erickson. He, Louis provides no value. He's not someone you're trying to develop. He's not going to help you win a game. Yeah, and that's a great point. And that's only one side of it. You moved Hoglander down. Probably the most tenacious and hardworking player this entire season. It essentially made the second line ineffective. We played that second game with a handicap. What is Louis, Horvat, and Pearson going to do against Traveris or Matthews' line? Tra- Travis Green just woke up and said, let's handicap ourselves today against the Leafs. And, and that's what happened. And, and here's the thing. We Bailey, got destroyed 5-1. Bailey gets injected into the lineup. Actually has a pretty solid two games. I like Bailey's game. Yeah. You'll levy. Gets inserted back into the lineup game three. Is probably our best defender. Yeah, we were saying this when Ulevi got pulled out. Ulevi should not have been taken out. He yeah, scores we were... a goal and then gets pulled out yeah. for Chatfield. Yeah. And nothing against Chatfield, but the Leafs absolutely showed why Chatfield, you know, why he's not an everyday defenseman yet in the NHL. I mean, it's tough. He works hard. He does. And he he doesn't. he's not like... You know, some periods he does look like an NHL defenseman. He does. But there are those inconsistencies still. And I just find that Yol Levy has less inconsistencies. He's more polished. Like He's, he's more solid two-way defender. Quite frankly, I haven't even seen Yol Levy make a single turnover. Like, yeah, he sometimes gets beat. Sometimes he's in the wrong position. But he's not just giving the puck away. No, and his effort's there. Well, yeah. He's jumping up offensively. Yeah. Like, he, he's getting some shots on that in situations where like they're really good scoring chances yeah so again like i don't know i'm very low on green right now i'm feeling very i'm not happy about how the team's playing because miller again has a piss poor effort in game one and two brutal effort yeah it's embarrassing he's an he's an elite player and we say this while he scored i believe yeah he did score he in scores. game two yeah but yeah. still brutal effort and a good assist in game one yeah. but yeah he can't seem to put together a full game of hockey save his life right now yeah (sighs) like you know we're not seeing many changes as far as 
how we forecheck, our defensive zone coverage. We're still uh, throwing the puck across the middle. We're still throwing the puck across the we're middle. We're not going like, down low. These are things that I know we haven't practiced a whole lot, but we practiced Sunday. It's like, this is where I look and I see, like, Green, what are you actually doing? Like, are you really watching film and adapting? Because the way we're playing is the same. It hasn't changed. All you've done is just change the lineup every night. I see no difference in the way we're playing. I mean, after the practice, we did have a better game three. That's undeniable. Um, yeah, I don't necessarily think the system changed a whole lot. We're still throwing the puck across the middle. We're still not putting it into the corner no. for some reason. We love to go into the blue line yeah, in the offensive yank zone. Yeah, it across the middle. Curl three strides in and then throw it across. Yeah, instead of going down low. it's it, We've noticed that for a while now. It's bad. They're um, playing way too high. Yeah, and... I mean, we were talking about this earlier. The Leafs and the Canadians, I just think, are better teams than us. I think they are. I think the Calgary Flames are a slightly better team than us, that if we play our brand of hockey, we actually have a shot at them every night. And I think, yeah, we'll hopefully go over 500 playing against Ottawa, Edmonton, and Winnipeg. We'll be vying for a fourth spot, most likely. So we need to temper our expectations I think that's the main thing. And I think that's what's happened. It's been a painful little decline here after winning four straight, having that great game against Winnipeg. And then you get slapped on the road trip from two of the best teams in the division. And then you realize, yep, we are not as good as those teams. No mm-hmm. matter how, how like... Toronto just looks faster. They're just better. They just have more offensive talent. They have a more well-rounded defensive core. And their goalie is good. Yeah, like we scored... Um, in game two, but really that was more like a five nothing game. Like we were watching that game and it was it started to get bad. Like yeah, we was. were just turning it over. We were making mistakes. It was just it was tough hockey to watch. It was just watching a better team play. And the worst part about it was the Maple Leafs jerseys. Yeah, those were those those were hideous. <laughs> Absolutely awful. Um, I don't know what's worse. Those are Travis Green's blending because uh, they both piss poor. They are, they are, and. I mean, at this point, what are we looking forward to? Playing against Calgary and Edmonton at home. Um, that's better. At least that's better than the Leafs in Montreal. At least we get a break from the East Coast. For yeah, a bit. we do get a little bit of a two-day rest here, which is big in these... It's our first two-day rest of the year. Yeah. Maybe that helps us. I mean, how many have we lost now, Tom? Five straight? Yep, five straight games. You know, I, I asked for two points last time we were on here. You did. And I asked for you four. wanted four. Man, were we both very dissatisfied. Yeah. You weren't even asking for a whole lot. No. Wow. We could have lost all the games, just gone to overtime, two of them. <laughs> I still would have got my two points at least. Like, you know. I mean, you have to assume they're going to be coming out screaming, losing five straight at home against see, that's, these teams. See, that's the thing. It, they better. They better, right? And that's where the issue is. Where's the hitting? Where's the fighting? Yeah, that's where the issue is with Green right now. It's like. I've always heard, you know, Green's a player's coach. Green's a, you know, motivator. But I'm not seeing much motivating. We What's JT Miller doing? Yeah, his, he's being demotivated. Like, the <laughs> effort's just not there. Unmotivated, yeah. Yeah, it's just, the effort's just not there right now. Green has no idea what he's doing. Yeah, the blending needs to stop. Yeah. You have to get consistency within your lineup because... You're essentially in playoff series now. Yeah. And if you're switching your lines all the time, no one's going to build chemistry. Yeah. No one's going to be comfortable with one another. It's it's bad. I still don't think our power play is great. No. I say this almost every time we're on. There's I no movement. I still don't think the power play is great. There's yeah, no movement. No movement. It's so stationary. 
we like teams know we want to go to bow now and they even can block that because there's no movement it's so stationary yep. that we don't draw anyone into the net to open up pd we play on the outside a lot so a lot yeah. of the shots get blocked anyway like and that's how we turn the puck over a lot when we're on the power play it's because we're so stationary on the outside yeah there's a lot of problems right now and the thing is is there's a lot of problems in the, and we're not getting the breaks either you know we've we've mentioned the refing sparingly throughout these podcast episodes and some of the calls against Toronto were just bewildering to me. I mean, my Myers' call in game two, I know the game's over. But the guy grabs his stick and then hits himself in the face with Mizey's stick and it gets called. Meanwhile, Hoglander gets hooked in game three for like a solid five seconds right in the hands by Willie Nylander. And there's no call. See, I, yeah, I think we just had to anticipate it happening in the series. It's just, when you're going to play in Toronto, you got to get Toronto roughing. It's the same reason we couldn't play at 7 o'clock in Toronto. You know, you just get this East Coast bias and, you know, I'm not going to complain about it. I'm not going to say the refing was great, but it, it it needs to be better. It just needs to be better. We're getting crossbars. PD yeah. had a crossbar. Miller had a crossbar. I mean, Pedersen has got to be the unluckiest sniper in the league. They showed an infographic one of the games. He had seven crossbars. I think he added at least one of them. Yeah. It's like the goals he's scoring are going bar and in, and then there's so many shots that are going bar and out. It's just unfortunate. You'd have to imagine that, you know, if he keeps shooting, the tides will eventually turn. Petey's playing better. Brock's playing well. I think Bo's disappeared a tad. Yeah. Brock's had a very consistent year. He's yeah. third in goals right now. We've said this. Yeah. He has not been the problem on the long nope. line. He's probably been our best offensive player this year. Yeah. I mean, Hughes has 16 points, <laughs> but he's had his own problems in his defensive zone, and. I don't know. I, you know, I think we're starting to see that this we're just not as good as we were last year. You know, the whole thing in the off season was you know the, everyone looked and said the Canucks got worse. Lost Tano, we lost Markstrom, and we thought we'd be okay coming into this year. I think you know going in the quarter point, it's a bit early, but I I've been disappointed with Holtby. I think that's fair to say. I don't think he's been great. No. I don't think he's worth four for the four million we're paying him right now. No. Yeah, I think... Ben was good when he first got in the lineup, but he he can't carry your defense either. I mean, at the first part of the year, it was so hard to judge the team because it was just like turnover city, making mistakes. It like, was. we weren't even playing hockey. Yeah. And then, you know, for me, it's like this team's... I kind of said at the time, this team's real peak is was against Winnipeg. Yeah. And like the 40 minutes against Toronto, that's a good team. When we're playing like that, that's hard to play against. And we weren't even in, like, we didn't have a McEwen in the lineup. Like, Green's just blending, but we're still doing all right. It's just, yeah, we're not as consistent as last year, definitely. And the goaltending has not been as consistent. But we are a little worse on the back end, no doubt about it. You know what? What bothers me is that Green says that we have to outwork teams to win hockey games. And that we have to be the hardest working guys out there to win a hockey game. And... So he knows what we have to do. And he just, for week after week now, cannot seem to figure out how to get the guys to do it. There's no change in the game. Yeah, the turnovers have gotten a bit better. But we're still watching the games and we're just saying, why are you turning it over? Why are you making that pass? Why don't you just chip it in? 
Yeah, there's times at the blue line where we're just like passing it around our own defensive zone and we're not getting it out. We yeah, we don't want to break out of our own end. Yeah. Our breakout is not great right now. Ah oh, man, there's a lot of things wrong. There's just a lot of issues right now. Thing is, winning solves a lot of these issues. It does. And losing really amplifies every everything. And uh, yeah, I don't want to see you Levy taken out of the lineup now. I think he's played very well this series. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, the one game he got in last night, we thought he played really well. Yeah. Um, Louis shouldn't get back in the lineup. Nope. I mean, I don't know why McEwen's out, to be honest. I, think, I don't know why he is either. I think he's the perfect guy to play against the Toronto team. Big, physical, has a little bit of speed. I mean, Toronto's soft as butter. We out-hit him every game, but we never really wore him down. You know, I won't. I liked Bailey's game because he was quick, but that's playing into Toronto's hands. I, they can match that speed. You know, yeah. I, I don't think Sutter's been very useful, to be quite honest. I know he had his hat trick against Ottawa, but I'd rather have McEwen in the lineup. Besides right one now. game, Sutter's been horrible. I'd rather have McEwen in than Sutter. Yeah, but McEwen can't play center. You move Gaudet over? Gaudet can play center back in the middle. Yeah, and that's the thing. You can put Gaudet in the middle. I don't know if Greener likes Gaudet's defensive game, but. I don't know. Maybe you just go with the young third line. Maybe you go Jake, Gaudet, and McEwen. I mean, I wouldn't mind that. that I wouldn't that could mind be, that. That could be a skilled third line, too. We could finally have an identity for that third line. Yeah. Yourself can drop down to the fourth, and they can play their hard-checking style. But Green is just like... He just puts power forwards with skill guys, with... Like, Louis Erickson on a second line. with, For what purpose? I don't know. I guess defense, but... <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, moving Hoglander down to the third line and Erickson up to the second is a move that honestly is unforgivable to me. Yeah. It's unforgivable almost. And um, it just really me. That's a, that's a move that really we looked at and we saw, okay, this really shows me that you have no idea what the fuck you're doing. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Yolevi move was almost like that, where we were like jaws on the floor, like, what is happening? Yeah. Like, he just scored, he had a fantastic game, we're winning. And then you just put in Chatfield. And... But, like, Louie in the lineup is bad enough. So how do you... How does you as a staff, though, agree? Like, he's never even played a game this season. He's going to be so cold anyway. You know, I'm glad we're playing Calgary next. I really am glad we're playing Calgary next. It's something to look forward to, because I think we actually have a shot, at least. I know. And I also want to say another thing. I see a lot of Tyler Myers hate... Seeing a lot of Tyler Myers hate online and on Facebook and Instagram, and I don't understand. He's been pretty solid this year, and he has decent points. I mean, yeah, he does turn the puck over a little, but he is slow to move it sometimes. Fair enough. But I don't know. I feel like he shuts down opposing players the best. I think Myers has been our best defenseman this year. You could say Quinn as well, because Quinn's... Carrying the team in points. Yeah. Um, but defensively. But as far as defensively and as far as a two-week game, Myers put up points of his own. And, you know, there have been the turnovers and there have been issues in their own end. But I would honestly start. It wouldn't surprise me now if it's the system. The system's just broken. Because you look at all of our defensemen. Okay. There's plays where, like, Schmidt will even make a weird pass or turn it over. Like, Edler will do it. 
Quinn will do it. Everyone will do it. It makes me wonder, like, is the breakout just so broken? Like, is the coaching just that bad that they're all just turning the puck over? Because it's not just Myers. We see that with all of them. Like, if you're at the coaching staff coming up with these bizarre lines, I wouldn't put it past you that you're coming out with, like, a breakout that's just, like, I mean, to me, it looks like our forwards are just way too high. The defensemen have to make these long passes that usually end up in turnovers. Yeah, it's... Like, Myers has been played played well, but we have to always say... We don't do short passes. Yeah. We do long stretch passes all the time. I hate having to say this, but, like, Myers has played well, but we have to always follow that with, but besides the turnovers. And because the coaching staff is just not giving these guys better opportunities to break out of their end. I don't know what it is. Yeah, and it seems like we just can't adapt. We're no. not adapting because teams are going to figure us out, and then we have to adapt. We're playing these teams ten times a year, nine times a year, Ooh. like... We can't do anything on the fly, it looks like. No. We can't adapt at all. No, I mean, because our power our, play has been the same thing. Exactly. The same I was just going to say, our power play does not adapt to anything. Yeah. It's been the same for like a year and a half now. Yeah. Quinn hasn't even, he can't even get those shots through anymore. No. Because and they he know. He can walk the line, too. Yeah, they know he's. It, that's what we were saying. It's like, Quinn is such a good skeeter. He can be walking that whole line. Yeah. Yet you have him standing in a single spot. Quinn's a power play specialist. He's like, most of his points are on the power play, and we've had a bad power play this year. Yeah, what is it, like 3 for 31 on the road? Yeah, I think we got a couple against Toronto. I think we were 1 for 4 in yeah. game 1 and, no, oh, game 2 and 3. It's like under 10%. Yeah, it was 9, 9.2 something. <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, Yeah, it's horrible. At this point, it's like, okay, I could not score with my normal power play or try something completely different. And still not score. You get the same result. Why not mix it up? Yeah. What are they waiting for? They want to lose 40 games before they change it up? Like, I don't know. Yeah. You can change up your personnel. Even we were saying that. Change up the personnel. Change up who's in what spot. Well, that's going to do it for us today on Nux Talk. We hope you guys uh, enjoyed this little rant. Hope it helped with the pain. And, uh, you know... You can always continue to uh, reach us at Nux underscore talk on Instagram. You know, better days are coming. They they can't get much worse than here. Better days are coming, guys. Hang in there.